It's a cold January evening. Jason Jew drives his GMC Yukon down a snowy, treacherous, deep creek road. He's not sure if him and Jerry Gran are going to make it to Evan's bachelor party. Why did he have to schedule it for the middle of winter? They drive into the night. All the houses are abandoned. No one wants to come here in the middle of winter. But then suddenly, just beyond the headlights, they see a bunch of kids running around in swimsuits in the snow, doing slides across their car hoods. And they knew at this moment they had arrived. Oh, wow. I'm telling you, he has a, an opportunity in his new career, voice acting, and audiobooks. Audiobooks. And we're going to we're gonna start to promote that soon. Don't Thank worry you. about Thank it. Thank you. That, Brings I think me the, back. the moment at the end was the best part. The I saw the children in there. I just so imagined Mike yeah. hood sliding across his own car and fall, just falling off. I take... Breaking his... I personally... Barrier. I personally take... A little bit of responsibility because when I saw you guys, we were really excited. so. Me and Mike had got there early before you guys, and we we're like, "Is anybody gonna come?" And if not, this is awesome because we're in this sweet house, and we can just booze up and, and and they have the hot tub. So we'll talk about the hot tub. When I saw your lights pull up, it's it was really coming down. I mean, the snow was coming down, and it was start. It was almost was it dusk or was it night? I think it was night. It was about twelve thirty midnight. Twelve thirty midnight. I'm like, no one's coming tonight, and it's surprising that everybody did come. And then what we see, the huge Yukon come out of nowhere. And then I'm like, um, and that's when Mike had his new car. Mike had the brand new car. Mike had the brand new Subaru, all-wheel drive, which worked really well in the snow, by the way. And at the time, I was like, I was like, oh, Mike, I was like, you should do something like when they get here so like they know it's us because we weren't sure. He's like, is that Jared and them? I was like, yeah. And Mike said, you know, he's drinking and he has his drink in his hand. He's like, dude, you, you should hood slide your new car. You know, and, and in my mind, in my, and I was slightly drunk at the time. Have you ever seen? Is it the Dukes of Hazard? You seen the Dukes of Hazard? They it's been a while. Okay, so the Dukes of Hazard. Starsky and Hutch. Star, uh, and they do it in Starsky and Hutch and, too. Okay, now you're speaking yes. language. Yes. So I think Starsky and Hutch got it from Dukes of Hazard. The original thing yeah. is they 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 like oh my god we gotta get in the car. They'd run out and they'd hood slide all the way across. I can imagine that. And, and and as soon as I said hood slide, it popped into Mike's brain what to do. I didn't slide? think he was gonna do it instantly. I thought he's gonna like dry off a little bit, but he literally just ran into like two foot of snow. Hood slide across his brand new car, which was impressive, and just fell right on his butt. Now, I want to hear the story because it's my favorite moment of the entire trip. It happened within the first 10 minutes, but Jerry tells it best. Please tell me about Mike in the hot tub. Okay, so I, I want to just elaborate on the scene. Um, so when we're pulling up, like I said, it's snow is coming down. There's probably a foot and a half, almost like a foot yeah, and a half foot of and snow. Half too, yeah. Like just accumulate on the side of the road, and it, th- this road wasn't treated at all no um so when we're pulling up like all these house abandons everything's dark and just this one big log cabin with the all the all the blinds were drawn <laughs> so you could see straight into the house <laughs> just this it was beautiful it was a beautiful oh, house oh it looked good but we get out and you know we're, we're like oh you know My, mike's there so we obviously saw him slide across his car and then he just jumps into the hot tub and we're like, hey, Mike, what's up? And and he's he has like a like a drink in his hand, okay. 
And he's like, hey, how are you? And he's in the hot tub towards the edge. And he trips on the step in the hot tub. And he, <laughs> he gently falls into the hot tub. His head dips underneath <laughs> the water. He had a hat on. <laughs> but he manages to keep the drink above water. And... <laughs> We didn't know if he just like it looked like he kind of was like he was talking as he was going underwater. <laughs> it's like a cartoon. So I, I didn't know if he was was drinking was like in, you know inhaling the water or just swallowing it or inhaling, and then he comes back up and and that hat appears back on top of his head. It was it was the most <laughs> that is exactly like a cartoon. Awesome thing I think I've ever seen. And it was Mike in his drunk most drunkest state. Do you do you remember the movie Robin Hood? It was like a Disney one. It was a cartoon they drew out. Oh God, yeah, it's been okay. A long so time. he, I'm pretty sure that happened in the movie. He goes under the water and the hat is floating, and then he has like he's holding something. Then he comes back and the hat is like on his head perfectly. That's exactly what Mike did. Well, I didn't. Where was I? I don't even remember that. You were running around the house. You were just doing running around the house. And then uh, the same night, I think Mike. What what Mike Mike's oh favorite my thing God. to do was get in the hot tub for about three minutes, and then he would sprint up these pine steps to the second floor. Out, it's outdoor. Scre- no, indoors. Oh, the, he went indoors inside. Okay, from the inside. basement up to the living room, scream a few <laughs> things, and then just run right back down. So after you do that about a dozen times, what happens? He's drinking this whole time. What do you think happened on the thirteenth time? The water, the water from him getting in and out of the uh, oh. coat of the stairs, R. and R. and you also have to remember a lot of people were getting out of the hot tub, not using a towel, also drinking, going upstairs because we made a bunch of pizzas. So, what do they do? Walk up the stairs, and no one was really monitoring that. And what 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 I think I, I think we need to just may, maybe send out an apology to a certain individual, Jeff, if you're listening. I think you were beyond beyond drunk that night, but when we got there, you had all your stuff nicely tucked in the one bedroom. Uh, <laughs> Babo, in his very drunken state, said, "This is he doesn't need this room, and he picks up all your stuff in one no, armful. It's falling out this of his arms. No, no, he runs on the couch lies, Jeff. and just tries to drop it on the couch, and it misses the couch. It goes all over the floor. He no, says, he I says, don't remember this that. is your guy's room. I said, okay. That's a lie. You know what, Jeff? You know what makes this even better? That Jeff was puking his guts out for about three hours. He's exhausted. He <laughs> walks into our room where we're sleeping. He says, where's all my stuff? That, that was no way me. That was like Evan. That was, or Mike. Was that Mike? No, it was you. I don't we even followed, remember that. We followed the drunken shepherd. Bob into the house. Goodness. Yes, the drunken shepherd. And I just I kicked this stuff. I'm sorry, Jeff. I didn't know that even happened. I probably would have blamed it on Mike, to be honest. So thanks for ratting okay. me out. So anyway, we got there. We started drinking. And I made two dozen sausage corn dogs. They're, they're sausages they were fantastic. Everyone wanted Jimmy those. Dean. As soon as he walked in, he said, I have Jimmy Dean sausage. And then everybody just perked up. They were like, we were asleep on the, some of them were like just sitting on the couch, like, uh, you know, like, oh, it's the first night, I don't want to do anything. Mario Kart was on, and yeah. no one was racing. Everyone oh, don't was forget the like were too drunk to even N64. play, really. N64. Now, yes. Now, that you kid, guys really saved that it. That kid had that. a lot of guts to bring his N64 in all his games. Because me and Mike were hammered by then. A lot of guts. I mean, most people were pretty drunk. That could have ended up on the N64. There's a couple times that I was getting worried when the drinks were getting set down near the consoles. You start sweating. Like, oh, Everybody was getting mine. a little sweaty, it's and I was mine. like, "I hope." I think you actually. We were sitting on the couch, and you looked at me and like, like, "Oh, Bobo." I'm like, "Yeah, what's up?" Like, 
Mike's drink is so close to the N64. I look over. Mike's drink is actually next to the N64, just sitting there. And it kind of like rattling because people are like running around and we're gaming. I think if Mike would have ruined that N64, Jeff would have. He probably would have drowned him in the hot tub. <laughs> Jeff got so drunk that night. He well, he, 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 got an ang- he would have got angry and drowned him. I, w- I want to talk about um, that weekend, too. So we were at the house. The house was extremely so nice. Beautiful. It was right on the lake, and it's like the type of place. Go down there. If you, you got know? in in the summer, that w- I don't know. We didn't we didn't have to pitch in any money, but that would be a very expensive place in the summer. I mean, they have some really it's nice expensive. It's expensive in the winter all the time. I bet. But when you want to in the middle of winter, you're like, you know what? I kind of I, I suck at skiing, but I'm interested. So let's go to Wisp. Okay. So do you want to do you want to share? Yeah, I can. I can share. C- c- so you could <laughs> you could tell a little bit better than myself because I couldn't see anything. So some of the people that were there didn't even want to go over to Wisp, and if you're not so in our region and in, and we're from you know like Pennsylvania, southwestern PA. If you're gonna go ski, you're gonna go to the Hidden Valley or Seven Springs. There's two, and they're not too difficult. Wisp is like for the for like an avid skier that that does this a lot. Okay. And Jerry Grand decided that night, and I didn't really convince him that much. He wanted to try. He wanted to try. He didn't think it would be too bad. And we had a couple other extremely intoxicated individuals that said this was a great idea. I didn't realize how intoxicated everybody was until we got the skis. It took us, I want to say, when we got there, an hour to put on our boots and get skis. And that should have taken about 20 minutes. And and uh, so, I mean... Jerry Grant wasn't too too drunk, so he 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 did his his quickly, and me and Jerry were standing there. We had to wait like another like forty minutes for everybody else to get their boots on. It was it was hectic. Well, and then it wasn't so bad until you get outside. Oh man, and it was cold. They said that the we had got we we went really late. It was really late. I want to say it's like ten thirty. It's probably like ten or ten thirty. I'm like, is the mountain still open? Yeah, we were hoping it because there open. wasn't that many people. There. No, it was there really was dark. Yeah, um, it's still snowing at this point, and like sideways at this point, and everything is like becoming a sheet of ice. So you, when, that you when you get to the top, it's the snow is coming down everywhere. You can't even read the signs. There's like, I'm like, is what is this one, Bebo? Is it an orange one, an orange square? Is it a diamond? Yeah. He's like, you'll be fine. We'll just take it. I think the first one I went down, he's just yelling pizza, French fry. And I'm just like going down. I, I can't even stop. Well, we and I s- ate it about a hundred times. <laughs> you ate it a lot. We started on the bunny slope where you could take a conveyor up to the top. So you just kind of stand on it and it pulls you up. Okay. So we do pizza French fries a couple times. And for people who don't know what that is, you take your skis and you put them in like a pizza. So Jason, it's like this, you know, like a, like a triangle. Triangle. And then you, go, when you go French fry, you're going to go parallel to, to the skis. And actually... Jerry's getting really good at it. I, I'm gonna say Jerry's the best in the beginner group here, and he wasn't drunk. The drunk group was struggling just with those exact motions. So we did that, and like I, I'm saying, we did that maybe four times. And if it was me, I would have done that for like an hour, and then be like, okay, we're ready. And then we're like, okay, we got it. We go right down. The it. hardest part of skiing, I would say, is getting on the ski lift. <sighs> so I'm pushing Jared forward so he can get onto the ski lift. And then I'm like, okay, look, it's going to come around. It's going to come right underneath where your, your your kneecaps are and then just sit down. I was happy that we got on and you didn't fall at 20 feet. I was actually surprised that you didn't fall 20 feet. I'm surprised that the other two got on because they were wobbling towards the... The, the most confusing part to me is when you're going up the ski lift, how you yeah. have the different exit like, e- exit points. That was weird. I've never seen that before because I'm not like into no. huge skiing like that. I, I wonder you could have got off a couple points. You could have. I want to apologize to Wisp because on my very, it was like we had been there for like 
for like maybe an hour, hour mm-hmm. and a half. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was like t- so tiring. Yeah. In the la- very last one, you're like, you know what? Let's do one more. I'm like, okay. So we're on the ski lift and I'm not paying attention. I'm not really looking. So I know we're not going to get off there, mm-hmm. but we go past the one exit and my poles are hanging between my legs. <laughs> oh, I forgot about this. And they, and I feel, I feel something. I feel like I'm fishing. <laughs> and it feels like it's pulling. And all of a sudden they just, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> they're caught. And then I pull them up and they snap Snapped right in now. half. And the, the look on the kid's face when I returned, <laughs> I just quietly put them back and then walked away. Yeah. And usually they charge you for that, but the kid was just so shocked that somebody snapped the poles in half that he thought you were probably in a crazy accident yeah. and they were happier that you didn't report it. I didn't sue. I've never seen that before. I was really impressed with how many times you fell and got back up and how many times you fell with snow in your face and you let me pick you up. He fell so hard that when he hit the ground, the snow like stuck to him and like went in like all of it, like in his eyes and like in his ears. He like scraped his ear and some of the snow came out. And then I'm like patting him off. I'm like, oh, you're doing just fine. It's okay. And and honestly, compared, we see Evan and um, I'm forgetting what's his Brad. name. Brad. We see Evan and Brad. Brad comes like a bat out of hell. And he just slams into the snow, and Evan just goes right past him. Like, who cares? He's like, sorry about it. And then, uh, and then Brad's like, oh. <laughs> and that just helped Jared up at this point. And we're just starting to go. I was like, oh man, that was th- something you, ha- okay. you have to try. And then you did good though. And then you never do it again. Because no, y- you would have done better at a smaller place. Yeah. So I want to share my story of skiing. Let's hear I that. didn't ski because I've been told Smart. that conventional wisdom. Is that if you weigh over 250 pounds, which I'm in the category, you don't want to ski because you're going to get going way too fast. It's hard to stop. You're probably just either slamming someone or a tree and you'll get hurt. So I left early because I was tired of hanging out in little Eskimo houses where they had the drinks and things. But it was so awkward because I walked in there. I didn't know if you had to have some kind of pass to get a drink. They were just at, the, at the ski lodge. At, at the, the ski, ski lodge. lodge. No, it wasn't the ski lodge. They were just, they were almost like these little circular houses little spherical houses interesting and it was just people coming in and out and there were drinks and coffee and things but i just it was weird so i left and here's a warning to anyone that goes to the wisp uh whatever the hell it is ski resort resort. resort, yeah there was only one way in and out i went 20 minutes to find out i was heading toward a dead end i had to go 20 minutes back in the snow yeah no no i mean i was driving okay and I finally made it back. I got to the gas station, bought some beer. Mm-hmm. And then I, oh, and then I stayed with the only person who didn't go, which was Mike. And we spent the evening in the hot tub. It was great. Hot tub time machine. There was there's one more story from that night. So after Jerry got uh, hang of it, you were kind of okay. And you were doing your own thing. And then you were, and then you got cold and we were kind of done after a little bit. And so there's two stories. The last run that Jared did, he, he actually did phenomenal. He only fell maybe once, okay? And he was going like a bat out of hell, and nobody's on the mountain, so it's even better because no injuries. You can, he, he could just keep going. I see, I come down, and what I do is I go down in front of Jared, then I kind of watch him come down, make sure if he fell, then I could kind of help him. Jared did p- perfectly fine. This is the end of the run. It kind of turns down, and it ends right before the resort. There's So there's an S-bend to get down to the bottom part where everybody takes their skis off. Jared does that perfectly fine. I see somebody kind of with their hands like in the YMCA position with th- with their poles going back and forth. And I'm like, oh, goodness, what is this? I see Evan fly past this guy. I'm like, this guy is going to get worked. <laughs> he goes off through a sign. They'd have signs, like caution signs, like don't go this way, don't go this way. They had two of them. He went through a sign off of a drop-off, 
flew three to four feet in the air, hit the other side, and his skis and poles just obliterated with a sn- like a snow plume. And then he just picked his head up, like out of the snow. Was like I was like, oh my god, I need to call the paramedics. We need to get a ski patrol person over here to get him out. Picks his head up, looks around. Did anybody see that? It's Brad. I was like, I just saw it. He's like, oh. It's like I didn't notice you couldn't go. <laughs> you couldn't go straight here. It's like Brad, there's a big caution sign. He's like, I was like, are you hurt? He's like, no. It's like that was really embarrassing though. And then he put wow. his skis on and he got off the I hill. Didn't see that, yeah. And then after that, so here's one more one more story because you you guys were done after. I mean, he really hit the ground hard. He definitely had some bruises. I've never seen someone hit the like. Okay, imagine like a ravine. You jump off the one side, you don't make it to the other side, even though there's snow. And then you just kind of face plant into it, smack, and just everything just obliterates. Like your gloves kind of fly off, oh. in your skis. He made it home that night. Yeah, he made it in that. So, we're gonna leave the ski resort. This is the last ski story. We're gonna leave the ski resort. Last story. Evan goes, let's do one more run. We haven't done any of the hard runs. I said, okay. He said, I want to do the triple black diamond. And I'm like, I don't want to do the. And we spoke. I, I'm an I'm an avid skier. Evan just starts skiing, but he's pretty good. He's like really good. He does diamonds. It's like I don't want to do the triple. I was like, look at that thing. It's straight down the hill. So you know we're gonna do it. I'm like, okay. So I didn't know this, but he was inside the the lodge doing shots. So we get up to the top as we're cresting the hill for the for the one that's a triple black diamond. And he looks, he's like, wow, that's really steep. Maybe we shouldn't do that. I was like, what do you mean we shouldn't do that? He's like, it's looking really steep from here. He's like, but I had three shots. Let's do it anyways. I have never been on a steeper surface in my life. We skied like halfway down and we stopped. And I looked straight down. The angle was, it was just a drop off. And I was like, okay, look, there's only way to go. There's two ways to go down. This one, you can try to go back and forth. We saw a kid go back and forth like an experienced skier. Fell halfway and just slid the rest. I was like, I don't want to go out like that. I'm going straight down like a bat out of hell, and I'm hoping I'm stopping at the end. So me and Evan just pointed our skis straight down and just went all the way down to the bottom, and I, and I stopped at the end. I really thought it, my skis were going so like up and down because it wasn't smooth, and I didn't realize that. It's like, and I'm going, I, didn't, I was flying like, like a professional skier on this triple black diamond. I thought I was going to die. I kind of got into a weird stage at one point, and then I look over at Evan, and he just has his hands kind of like all over, and he and I'm like, oh my! If he falls, Andre's gonna kill me, his fiance at the time. How many stars? How many stars are we gonna give Wisp if we're if we're if we're reviewing and giving a rating? Mm, it's pretty low. A low. I, I mean, like for runs, mm-hmm. I was gonna say like a three and a half. Out of, out of what? Five. Uh, well, we're doing ten. We only do ten. Because yeah. yeah, then ten. you don't have to do half. For is for a beginner. Uh, your experience, I mean. Oh, for an experienced person, for I'd say for an experience, like an eight, like because you could do a lot there. Yeah. For a beginner, I would give it like a like a five because it's not friendly for beginners. I mean, Sorry yeah, about I that. I mean, if you if that'd you, be a terrible place to start. If which you're you from did. here and you, and, you, and you did Hidden Valley, <laughs> yeah. you did Seven Springs, yeah. uh, you would recommend Wisp to those people. <sighs> I want to know. There's one more story I want to hear. Mm-hmm. I want Jerry to tell the story of the awkward breakfast the following morning. Oh goodness. Wait, what, what about the story about Michael and the stairs? We totally skipped that. Oh, we forgot what actually happened. Let's what talk about happened? the real story here. Did, didn't we? Didn't we cover those bases? No, no. We didn't cover we, what we actually, the what premise. The result was. We, we said the premise was the stairs were wet. What was the result? So everyone's in the hot tub all evening. We're drinking. We're eating this delicious food that Jason had made us. Michael had maybe went upstairs. I don't know. what. This is pretty late in the evening. We're like, where's Mike? We look through the, because the, the jacuzzi, there's a window next to the jacuzzi. You can look into the basement and you can see the stairs and there's a light on the stairs. Where's Mike? Oh, I don't know. I think he's upstairs. We hear a thud. We l- everyone turns around from the jacuzzi and look into the window. In 
our our resort, and we see Mike just fall down stair after stair after stair, <laughs> and then end on the landing at the bottom, and just like, oh. Then he pops right back up, and he hops in the jacuzzi. So that was the first time. No, but I'm talking. I'm referring to the final breakfast we had at the place. You're, f- you're forgetting he fell down three times. I don't care. And injured his tailbone. No, it's he broke his asshole. But <laughs> I want to talk about where everyone was playing Mario Kart. They didn't want to move their cars when it was time when we were ready to leave. I don't even remember can that. You was I asleep? Can, you, can you share that story? Yeah, share that. So I think Mike approached one of the other guys at least three times mm. in a half an hour period mm-hmm. to to see if he'd move his car. <laughs> the kid refused to give uh, to you know to hand over his keys and refused to move his car. I thought there was going to be a fight on this final stretch of the uh, bachelor party. I thought there was going to be a fight over whether or not someone was going to move their car <laughs> so we could leave. <laughs> and and but was it because there was an intense... I, I didn't think it was Mario Kart. I thought they were playing uh, Twas Mario Super Kart. Smash. It was Mario Kart. Really? Yes. That's intense. I think it was Rainbow Road. Stop asking me. I need to get first, and Evan's gotten fourth five times. What would Jerry Grant say in that situation? Jerry, what were you doing in that situation? <laughs> um... I, I wouldn't be happy, that's for sure. What would you say? Um, I'd I'd say to to get lost. I'd say get lost. Oh, I think it'd be stronger than that. He, he drunk. He, he, and at that point, he probably he's holding his what he's holding. He's holding his bee hole because it's already broken. Mike he, is. Mike. Uh, he says, can, okay. you, "Can you please move your car?" <laughs> he looks like he got raped. Can you please move your car. <laughs> Poor Mike. In a minute. Terrible. We're playing Mario Kart in a minute. What was I, where was I at this time? Was I loading the car up? I must have been yeah, loading the you car. Because you, you, you didn't want to be. I was pi- no, I was pissed. You didn't want to be anywhere near this altercation. I, I was no, I was pissed. I was like, Mike, I'll get the car loaded up. Just go get these guys to move the cars. And you know what I think we did? I don't think they ever moved their car. I think we drove around it. No, he eventually moved it. Did he? he okay, we made him move it. Begrudgingly. Okay. Begrudgingly, we made him move his car. Mm. And he stopped playing Mario, Mario Party, Mario Kart. All right. I think that's all the stories. Yeah, I, I mean, besides Mike breaking his butt, I mean, that really was our whole adventure. But what a time. I mean, if you if you have the chance, would you recommend going down to that Maryland area, that Wisp and uh So Deep Lake? Creek might get a different score for me in the summer. In the wintertime, I would give it a 7. It's fun. It's fun to be there. If it has a hot tub, you use it. I cooked on the grill. Outdoors. On the second floor porch, which was pretty fun. I'm out there, and it's... You should see the smoke, in, you know, in, when it's that cold. It's amazing. It's beautiful, actually. So I, I'm gonna give Deep Creek. This is high, a nine out of ten, because it was a fun. T- it was a fun time, and the cabin we stayed at was beautiful. And the prices are low in the winter too. And we didn't pay for anything, but the prices were low in the winter, and you're really close to the resort. I would have liked to see a little bit more of the area when we were down there. I feel like we were in the the cabin a lot, uh, and then we were at Wisp. So I'm going to say maybe like a six out of 10. It was a really good experience. It was fun. I just felt like how nothing was treated around there. It's like if something, if you got caved in or, or, or you got like sheltered in, yeah, you're like kind of stranded. It was difficult because they didn't do any of the roads in the wintertime. And that was a thing. So you have to think about that if you're going to go down. But if you found what we were talking about was fun and interesting, you can check all this out at reviewadventure.com. We want you to comment below and see what you know. Talk to us about what you think about Wisp and uh, Deep Creek area. We always like to interact with our fans. Thanks for listening and tune in again next time. Thanks, guys.
Here's a juicy Jew bite. Toilet paper. We all use it multiple times a day. But do you ever realize that you have preferences? I certainly do. I cannot stand where there are two super thin layers. I think it's called two-ply. I don't like two super thin layers. I would rather have one thick, fluffy layer. Because when you have a thick layer, it cleans up nicely. It doesn't tear. And you know what I found has that? Walmart and Sam's Club. I believe at Walmart it's called the Ultra Strong. Sam's Club is just members mark whatever, members mark quality tissue. But I'd like to hear your comments about that. What, what are your preferences when it comes to toilet paper? I really want to know. So hit me up, reviewadventures.com. Jew bite. Bye-bye.